news update. In the NFL, Adam Schefter of ESPN is reporting that after working out for the Arizona Cardinals, free agent wide receiver Michael Crabtree received an offer from the club, but the two sides could not agree to terms. He was released by the Baltimore Ravens in February after one disappointing season with the club and remains a free agent looking for a new team. Continuing to address their offensive line deficiencies, the New York Jets acquired guard Alex Lewis from the Baltimore Ravens for a 2020 conditional seventh-round pick Monday. Lewis had announced Monday morning that he was being released by the Ravens, but they found a taker before placing him on waivers. And in the NBA, eight-time All-Star Vince Carter has agreed to a one-year contract to return to the Atlanta Hawks for his final NBA season. The 42-year-old Carter will play his NBA record 22nd season, where he will spend a second straight year mentoring one of the NBA's youngest rosters, which includes seven players under 23 years old. I'm Chris Pavona, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Game time decisions. So what happened? What, you just had, uh, you see a hit? I have no idea. No, I just start breathing, and I I told you, I'm not very healthy. I have no idea what is happening. I have no clue. I didn't do anything. Not drinking anything. Chances are pretty good that if you or me. That happened in a few months. We're going to die in here. Yeah, it's a good chance. (laughs) Doesn't seem like anybody really cares very much either. That's another thing. No, as long as, you know, no. As long as the show goes on. Watch live weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. 
You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Inside Studio 34, this is the BFFs. That is Frank Stample. I am Greg Sussman. Frankie, how's it hanging, bud? Doing very well, Greg. Nice shirt. Uh, as you can see, if you're watching the show live, we have uh, we have very similar shirts on today. We do. We went with the polo look. You know, it's amazing. I go with the polo look most days, to be fair. But, you know, what was amazing was that when you wore that previously, it was like, oh, I have a shirt that's very similar to that. <laughs> and I hadn't worn it uh, yet to match. And I'm just very happy that today I have. We're the inverse, so the top yes. half of my shirt is gray, the right. bottom half is black, top half of your shirt is black, yeah. bottom half is gray. Right. Uh, let's see what Eric Young is wearing. Probably nothing. Nah, that's about <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Just a tank top. <laughs> he wears in his tank top and his undies. Here we go. Much stronger. I get the memo about polo, gray and black polo day, boys. I, I don't know if I <laughs> own a polo, um, and I definitely probably wouldn't own one that's gray and black. Gray is not good for me. I'm a sweater. Ah, so, yes. Um, Gray is, gray's, uh, I like gray shirts, but it is a no-no for me. I, I understand. We did, we, you got the memo for Hawaiian shirt day. You did that, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, the, got, a, got a ton of those. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We didn't uh, give him the memo on the, the black polo day, but uh, that's okay. No polo for EY. No polo for EY. It's fine. I mean, EY's got his wardrobe. We're used to that by now. It's usually the tank top, flexing the guns. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So on I'm, today's- I'm doing, I'm doing this from my house, and I just woke up. I mean, so that's, that's quite nice. Tough life. That's quite nice. Um, so on the show today, actually, we have the schedule going forward, Frank, all the way up until you leave. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot planned going on right now. We Isn't got our fantasy nice? football position previews. We do. We begin that today. We got quarterbacks today. Uh, the rest of uh, that's not the rest of the week, but Wednesday and Thursday will be running backs. If we're done, which I think we will be, we'll move on to wide receivers on Friday. Continue that on Monday. I have a feeling we won't be done. We'll continue that on Tuesday. We got Frank's last day. No matter what, no matter where we are, will be a Frank's favorite things episode. Favorite things. Favorite players, basically. Yeah, but like the, the, the Oprah. Frank's guys. The Oprah term is favorite things. Favorite things. Sure. So we'll, we'll find out what you're packing on your way to Poland. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got to figure out before well, that, yeah, too. I'm, I'm, I I'm, no I'm hoping by your last day here, uh, you will know. It's my goal. Yeah, I think so. By next Wednesday, I leave on Thursday, I should probably have a good idea of what I'm bringing to Poland. Yes, Greg. Ah, so, that's that. Now, for uh, the re- after that, we got tight end previews. We have auction draft strategy because I have a major auction coming up. We have a 
snake draft strategy with experts. I'm going to talk to EY about that because uh, he drafted in a fantasy league of experts last weekend. So we'll have a whole strategy conversation. And they'll get into sleepers and busts and all that good stuff uh, while Frank's away. We'll recap drafts. It's going to be a really fun couple of weeks because this is the best time of year in fantasy football as we plan for the drafts where everybody has hope, where everybody's um, beliefs Count. They're real. Nobody's let you down yet. And that's what makes it so exciting. So when we come back, we're going to get right into the quarterback rankings. Um, so if you're looking for Ezekiel Elliott conversation, we'll do that in hour number two and how it affects uh, the win total there and, and stuff like that. But when we come back, let's get into the quarterback rankings because they may not be the same as they were just a few days ago. Stick around. There's a whole lot more on the way. This is the BFFs. This is the Fantasy Sports Network. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Back with you, BFFs, EY, Frankie, and Greg hanging out with you on a Tuesday. And it's a quarterback Tuesday, Frankie, because we begin going breaking down our quarterback rankings, which is very exciting. So let's do it. Let's, let's start. Let's jump right in. Yeah, I mean, quarterback is at the, I would say, the most important it's been in a long time because of how many leagues are adopting now the Superflex strategy and the super flex format for leagues which is where you start two quarterbacks so if you still play in a one quarterback league yes this show is going to be helpful for you because i'm going to give you you know quarterbacks that i like guys that i think that are going to outperform where they're being drafted breakouts so on and so forth uh, but overall you need to know some of those later quarterbacks as well because if you do play in super flex or two quarterback leagues you got to know who to target in those middle to later rounds and basically don't make the same mistake as i did i agree <laughs> Ultimately, uh, I, I agree. So when I, we go over quarterbacks, if you don't mind, I know every auction is different, but I want to at least get those numbers out there for those players. Though. Sure. All right. So number one quarterback for everyone is Patrick Mahomes. I'm not messing around there. How much would you pay in an auction, Frank Stample, Patrick Mahomes? So everyone's auction values are going to be different depending on how much your budget is. I would say the standard is what, $200? That's what you play in? Yes, sir. So... For Patrick Mahomes, let's go with hmm, like around thirty dollars. I'm not saying what you would do. Yeah, around thirty. Around thirty bucks. So the number I have yeah. here is about twenty five dollars. So not not dissimilar. So I was thinking about like a third round player, like a late second, early third round player, probably goes for like around thirty bucks. So that's what I was thinking in terms of like comparing it to his ADP. So I think probably yeah, like in that twenty five to thirty dollar range, I think is fair for Patrick Mahomes. Would I do it? Probably not. I wouldn't necessarily do it either, but I think $25, it's the right amount for Patrick Mahomes. Is he your number one quarterback as well, Eric? Yeah, for sure. Right. Not even a single doubt. And everyone's yeah. saying, oh, he's going to regress. He's going to regress. I mean, is he? <laughs> do, we, do we know that for sure? I mean, he's just, he was healthy all year, another year in the Andy Reid offense. I mean, if they have a healthy Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill, 
Will he regress? Will it? Will his touchdowns go down? I don't know. I'm not convinced. They could. They could go up. We could be seeing history in the making. This could be one of, if not the greatest quarterback to play the game. Yeah, I mean, this is a generational talent that we're talking about here. I mean, the things that he's able to do on the football field, the no-look passes, the mobility, getting out of the pocket, making plays off of his back leg. He can make all the throws in the NFL. Uh, you know, he has all the weapons that you could possibly ask for. Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey in the, the short to intermediate. You know, he could throw the ball to Damian Williams as well. Tyreek Hill down the field. He threw for over 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns last year. Obviously, no one is projecting him for that. Would it surprise me if he came close to those numbers again? No, it would not. Would it, would it surprise me if he exceeded them? That would probably surprise me. Yes, it would. <laughs> Over more than 50 touchdowns. I mean, that, would, that would be bananas. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, I still have some question marks about their defense. I think they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. And I would probably set his floor at like 35, maybe 37 passing touchdowns. I think that he's going to be that good again. Absolutely. Why wouldn't he? he? But the question isn't really about who the number one quarterback is. I think there is a question with who number two is because about a month ago when we started breaking down the first and second round, we made our preliminary rankings, all three of us, Andrew Luck, who is a quarterback, was number two. But Andrew Luck may not be a quarterback anymore because he has not practiced since last season. He missed the spring with a calf injury, and somehow a calf injury has taken him out for the last four months. And I get it. Everyone's nervous based on what Kevin Durant did. He hurt his calf, came back too soon, tore his Achilles like that. But every calf injury is different. How nervous, Eric, are you when it comes to Andrew Luck? You're the guy that for two straight years says this dude's not a quarterback. Finally, last year, it worked out. Clearly, he was back, he was healthy, and you said, hey... He's back. I, I, I got it. I see it now. What do you do about Andrew Luck? Is he your number two quarterback? Uh, he was for a long time until this calf stuff. I mean, they weren't really talking about it. I had no idea. Most people weren't talking about him not practicing. Now, every day, something new comes out. Like you said, he hasn't practiced since last year, last season. That's insane. Quarterback is a, a rhythm position, especially someone like Aaron, uh, Andrew Luck. He's a guy that throws on rhythm, and it's about timing with his wide receivers. At this point, going into the first week of the preseason, Andrew Luck normally would have been on the field every day and throwing tens of thousands of passes. And then I'll I'll say something like this and be like, oh, well, he's at practice. Well, he was at practice the year he didn't play at all. He was there every day. He watched. Then people would say, oh, he was throwing a football on the sidelines. Throwing a football to some idiot with a pair of gloves on on the sidelines is not the same as throwing it on uh, during a practice or during a scrimmage. He hasn't done that. He is not a football player. He is not the starting quarterback for this team. He is not taking first team reps. He's not a quarterback. So you better move him down. And I'm I'm fired up and I'm pissed off because I have him in probably 20 of my best ball leagues. <laughs> you can hear it in you EY's voice. It, He's fired up Absolutely. by Andrew Luck here. He finally starts to buy back in on Andrew Luck. And what happens? Yep. Andrew Luck is dealing with the calf injury. You know, last time we had EY on the show as a regular two years ago, obviously he was dealing with the shoulder injury. Uh, Andrew Luck, that is. And he wasn't a quarterback at the time. And right now... Based on this calf injury, he is not a quarterback again because he is not practicing. He is not playing. And we had Virginia on last week, Greg, while you were out, and she was really worried about Andrew Luck because if they try to bring him back too soon, then he's at an obvious chance of re-injury here, given the calf injury. And it can, 
you know, go into a bunch of different things. The Achilles as well. So they have to play it safe. I think you're seeing that right now. They said he's not going to practice for the next week or so. So keep that in mind. I've dropped him down to my QB4. In fact, I've had him my QB4 the entire time. I never had him as my really? QB2. I had Rodgers ahead of him as well. Um, just based on last year, you know, he finishes the QB5 last year, Greg. That was 30, throwing 4,600 yards and 39 touchdowns. I just don't really see how Andrew Luck is going to get much better than the that. Ceiling's not and he yet. still finishes a QB5. Five, which is perfectly fine. He could be a top five quarterback, but I don't know that he has QB one upside like a Patrick Mahomes or maybe even my QB two, which is Deshaun Watson. The um, number two quarterback for me was Andrew Luck, as he said, as Eric said, and understandably so. But given this calf injury, given that it's not the same as practicing, given that I am just slightly nervous. I'm going to move him down. And, and you're right, frankly. The upside probably isn't much higher than what we saw last year. But I don't know that I would have put Sean Watson ahead of him. I want to go with old reliable, and that, that to me is Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers as my number two quarterback. And I like Aaron Rodgers a lot as well, so I don't really have a huge issue with this. Aaron Rodgers was basically playing on one leg last year. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. You watch the games. Um, what the injury that he suffered in the first week of the season and that knee injury. He was, he was hobbled around all year last year, and he still finished QB9 in fantasy points per game, which is just crazy. Uh, but if you look at his touchdown percentage, which is your touchdown passes div- divided by pass attempts, last year was the second lowest of his career, 4.2%. If you give him his normal touchdown percentage in his career, which is 6.2%, the touchdowns go from 25 to 37 it's a new offense this year with Matt LaFleur coming in and calling plays. And you know, another year with Devontae Adams as the number one uh, wide receiver. They're talking up Marquez Valdez-Scanling. They're talking up Geronimo Allison. We're all excited about Aaron Jones. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that he can finish as a top three quarterback. I would give Deshaun Watson the edge here, Greg, just because of what he adds from a rushing perspective. Aaron Rodgers... You know, he's lost some mobility. He's one year older. He's suffered a bunch of injuries, the knee injury last year, collarbone injuries, back injuries in the past. I don't know that he's going to rush as much as he has like in his prime. So because of that, I think Deshaun Watson's rushing upside gives him a slight edge. That's why I have Watson as my QB2. And I get that. It's not like Aaron Rodgers doesn't run the ball I don't think well. he's going to run as much as he used to. Really? Just because he's, he's older? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he might be able to make that up in terms of passing. Sure. But... I still really like Rodgers again. Like, I've had him as my QB3. I think there's positive regression coming his way, and the fact that as long as he's healthy, I think that he's going to be really, really good again this year. And, I mean, based on the ADP, Aaron Rodgers this year, you play in a one-quarterback league. We were talking about this yesterday. EY got him in a one-quarterback yep. league in the seventh round which is nuts. of the Flex League draft, which is an expert league. So maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe uh, in your home leagues, you, you might not get him that late. But if you get Rodgers in, like, the sixth round even... Awesome. I mean, that's a perfect spot to get it's him. Awesome. I mean, you're buying him coming off a down year. That's what fantasy is all about. You're getting Rodgers at a huge value right now, and that is something that I could get behind based on this current ADP. And I completely understand that as well. Aaron Rodgers at this ADP, almost too good to pass up. But who is Eric Young's number two quarterback? I'm Rodgers. You're Watson. We know it's not luck. Who is it? I'll tell you next.
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. NFL preseason is here, and season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing. The Roto Experts have you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content each and every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football that you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 fantasy football package available right now only at rotoexperts.com back with you here on the bfs my headphones are very sweaty so i had to take them off <laughs> i was wondering what you were doing you were doing the read with your headphones off right it's like did you just not want to hear yourself do the read no i don't mind i obviously don't mind that but like <laughs> like it's like it just sweat it's gross it's very hot in here ey witnessed it on uh on friday yeah he did he did it's, it's all right we're trying but i feel like ey's wrestled in saudi arabia so it's Probably much cooler. Than <laughs> it, was, it was warm there. No <laughs> <doubt>. <laughs> All right. Uh, EY, I revealed that Aaron Rodgers is my number two quarterback. There's a clear top four. It's, it's Watson, Rodgers, and, and Luck still, I believe. Who's your number two quarterback? Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is my number two. Um, Luck was there for a long time, awesome. but he's down. I've got him out of my top 12 right now. Wow. That's extreme. Guys, listen. He's not a football player. <laughs> there's, so, there's so much depth. In a single quarterback league, there's so much depth at the position. I'm not taking the risk of drafting a guy that might not play. Or even if he misses the first two or three weeks of the season, I'm not willing to lose my first three or four games and then play catch-up for the rest of the year because of, of this guy having a calf strain. It worries me. They do this. They've done this before with the same player two years ago. And until I know he's practicing in full with the number ones, I'm leaving him out of my top, one, my top 12. Is that extreme for you, Frank? Uh, it is a bit extreme. I understand the uh, the caution right now because, you know, based on the NFFC eight, uh, ADP from over the weekend, so drafts that just took place, so people have the news of Andrew Luck and his calf injury, he's still going pick 65. So I agree with EY that, you know, at that cost, I mean, he's off my board. I, I can't invest a top six-round draft pick right now in Andrew Luck based on this calf injury. Now, it's at not the worth, time... It's not worth the risk. At the time Especially of... When you- Go you! I would have got. I was saying it's not worth the risk when you can replace him with somebody else. This is if in a single quarterback league, it's the most replaceable position in fantasy sports. I understand. I love Andrew Luck. The league is better with Andrew Luck in it. The league is better when Andrew Luck plays. Andrew Luck is not a football player. I've said this before. Move him down your list or suffer like everyone else. I will say this. At the time of recording, and today's show is being taken place on August 6th. That's right. If you listen to this QB preview two or three weeks from now, it could be that Andrew Luck is good to go. So pay attention to what's going on in training camp, because if he returns to practice, all systems go, he plays in the preseason, and he's perfectly fine, then yes, he warrants being a top-four quarterback. 
maybe even a top three, top two quarterback, and going inside the top six rounds. But as of today, based on what we have, the information that we have, Andrew Luck is not playing, so his ADP is pick 65. I am not using an, a, a top six round pick. I'm probably not using a top seven round pick on Andrew Luck right now, given the information we have regarding his calf. And for Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson finishes a QB four last year in fantasy points per game. Yep. That was with a fractured rib, yep. a punctured lung. He finished fourth among quarterbacks in carries per game, fourth in rushing yards per game. And shout out to Elvin, Evan Silva now doing uh, with established a run. And, you know, he has his own project that's going on right now with him and Adam Levitan are doing a great job. Check out their podcast. I was listening to it. Adam Silva pointed this out. That when... Evan Silva pointed this out. That when Deshaun Watson is playing from behind in games, Greg, there's a sense of urgency. When he's playing from behind, his yards per carry and his yards per attempt, yards per pass attempt, go up dramatically. Deshaun Watson has a much tougher schedule this year. So while some people might see that and they shy away, Deshaun Watson is a gamer. And there are stats to prove that. When he's playing from behind, his stats actually go up. So shout out to Evan Silva pointing that out. Check out the Established Run podcast as well. But even with a tough schedule, that might just lend itself to Deshaun Watson being even better this season, Greg. As long as he doesn't get killed behind that offensive line. But what you're saying about Deshaun Watson being beat up last year with the rib, with a wrist, with a leg injury, it's not two years in a row he's been beat up. I mean, obviously, towards ACL in his yeah. first season. Last year, he's beat up. There's no the only place the offensive line could go is up, right, Greg? I would like to think so. I would like to think so, but there's no telling that Deshaun Watson's going all of a sudden be 100% healthy. Andrew, I mean, while we're talking about injuries, Aaron Rodgers has been injured the past couple of years. Absolutely. So is Andrew Luck. He's not necessarily the model of health. So, you know, we're splitting hairs here. Obviously. I think given his youth and his rushing upside, Deshaun Watson over Aaron Rodgers for me. I'll say this. I have it Rodgers, I have it Rodgers, Watson, then Luck. That's me. Yes. But I have them like in an auction format, for instance. 19, 18, 17. Like, yeah. like, I was thinking more like 15, 16 bucks, but fine. yes, in that range. 15 the, plus dollars. But like all around the same number. It, obviously, ideally, I would want to go with the cheapest one, whoever that may be. But of course, in an auction, it's tough. EY, do you play auction? Uh, I haven't. I haven't in a long time. I've okay. only done two of them ever in my life. Um, I do like them. It's super time-consuming, the draft, which is fine, but I just I just haven't done them. I'm, just, I'm never going to be able to convince my home leagues. It's too intimidating for them. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, just don't, I just don't do them. I, I was going to do the, the one this, uh, in the flex draft. I told Jake if he needed somebody, I'd gladly do it. But I am. It is not. It is not in my wheelhouse. That's for sure. All right. So, so there we go. You know, that's gonna EY for you the are auction our guys. auction, auction connoisseur. All right. That's cool. I like being the auction guy. Okay. So we have a like I said for me a, a clear top four. EY has Andrew Luck outside the top twelve for now. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Now let's get to number five, and I think this is where it's really interesting. I mean, maybe not because we'll see. Frank, who's your number five quarterback? Yeah, my number five quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Some people might even have in, have Baker inside their top four. It's a it's a very aggressive ranking. I understand that, but given the weapons that he has, he has Odell Beckham, he has Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Nick Chubb. Uh, the upside is massive here for Baker. He's not going to add much with his legs, but would it surprise anyone if he throws for thirty two to thirty five touchdowns? I mean, maybe even more than that. Uh, we saw. Last year, he broke the rookie record for most passing touchdowns in a season. Uh, and from weeks nine on, once Freddie Kitchens took over as the play caller of the offense, he was QB 10 in fantasy points per game. 
He averaged 281 passing yards per game. So there's a lot to like about Baker. He still needs to improve his decision-making in terms of turning the ball over. Remember, there was a game that sticks out last year, the Houston Texans, where they just completely rattled him. He didn't know what was coming. So he's got to get better in that regard. But I do think that he has all the intangibles, Greg. I think he can make all the throws. Accuracy is legitimate. And just having Odell Beckham there, I mean, the upside is very massive for Baker Mayfield. I realize that. Uh, The asking price is very high as well. He's my QB5. Baker Mayfield is also my QB5, and I get the hype that is surrounding the Cleveland Browns, but what Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens did when they took over this offense uh, was they reinvigorated it. And I think, or at least I'm excited and encouraged by what we're seeing at practice with Baker, uh, with the added weapon of Odell Beckham, with the added weapon of Nick Chubb for an entire season. Uh, I think people are going to be after Baker, but given the other quarterbacks you could choose from, I think the upside is just the highest for Baker. I think... It's going to be a really fun year, potentially, for Cleveland. I'd like to be a part of that. Baker Mayfield is my number five quarterback. Uh, he's next. EY, what about you? Yeah, number five for me as well. Uh, my, my Right now, mine go, and look, this is going to be changing. I mean, the reality is, is I'm drafting in best balls almost every day, so my my rankings are have to change every day. I'm not talking about drafting in three weeks. I'm talking about drafting right now, which a lot of people are. People that listen to the show, I'm sure, have drafts. So right now, Andrew Luck is out of my top 12. That could change in a week. But right now, in the state of where things are, I'm not I'm not taking the risk on them. So mine goes Mahomes, Rodgers, Watson, Wentz, Mayfield. I know Frank's really high on Carson Wentz, so we'll get to yeah. him in just a few moments. But uh, Carson Wentz just a bit above Baker Mayfield for EY. Where do you have Wentz? Let's just do it right now. Where do you have Wentz, Frank? I have Carson Wentz uh, as my next quarterback up. He's oh, my so sixth-ranked quarterback. So there you go. So very, very close to where EY has him. How come you guys are both – I guess I'll start with Eric because he has him higher. Eric, what makes you so in on Carson Wentz this season? The weapons and like you got to think back to when this guy played and was healthy. He was a dominant quarterback. He can throw, he can he can run, he can do everything. And Philadelphia might have the most skilled at the skill positions out of any team. They're super deep, even with injuries. They're going to be deep. Also, uh, you know, we all know, and like there's tons of stats out here to back this up. Everywhere Deshaun Jackson go, he improves the quarterback's play, and more importantly, improves the quarterback's fantasy statistics. Look it up. That's absolutely correct. We probably listened to the same thing, EY, because I heard that on a podcast as well. They literally, you know, broke down, you know, how the quarterback's yards per attempt and their touchdown rate goes up when they have Deshaun Jackson on the field anywhere that he's been. I agree 100%. It really comes down to the weapons here for Carson Wentz. And I said this about Mahomes last year. I said I didn't know how Patrick Mahomes could fail based on the weapons that he has. Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, uh, and Travis Kelsey. Look at the weapons that the Philadelphia Eagles have. It's really not that dissimilar. I mean, they have someone that can make plays in every part of the field. Zach Ertz over the middle of the field. Alshon Jeffrey, who can make plays on the outside, can also make plays down the field. Deshaun Jackson can stretch the field and get behind the defense. In the red zone, they draft J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, who is one of the best players I've seen in terms of being able to box out opposing defenders. He is a in a Mike Evans mold, and he's going to be awesome for dynasty purposes. That's J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and they still have Nelson Aguilar, and they have the best offensive line in football. Like, What more do you need to hear when it comes to Carson Wentz? I mean, We all saw what he was capable of in his MVP season. Even last year, his completion percentage went up, his yards per attempt went up, his yards per game went up. The only thing that dropped was his touchdown rate. So we knew that there was going to be regression there. He had a 7.5% touchdown rate 2017 when he would have been the MVP if he stayed healthy. We knew that was going to regress. 
I think it bounces back once again. I think Carson Wentz is in for a monster year. Assuming he can stay healthy, I, I will acknowledge that he's had these back injuries. He's one year further removed from the ACL. There's risk in terms of the injury, but if there's any offensive line that's going to keep him upright, it's this Eagles offensive line. Love the weapons. Couldn't agree with Eli more. Carson Wentz is not my next quarterback. Boo! In fact, he's all the way down for me at number eight. Get out. Get out. This is the EY and Frank show. All right. Well, when we come back, I won't be here. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Making it through our quarterback rankings. This is going to go past the top of the hour, that's for sure. Um, as I mentioned, my number six quarterback is not Carson Wentz, or my next quarterback is not Carson Wentz. Instead, I'm going with Matt Ryan, and I'm buying into the schedule, and I'm buying into Dirk Cutter, and I'm buying into just having a monstrous, monstrous season, throwing to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and, and throwing to Mohamed Sanu and having all these weapons with Devontae Freeman healthy. I, I think Matt Ryan had some of his best years with Dirk Cutter. Not the MVP year, but he had a lot of success. And you all know the stat already, and if you don't, he's got like 12 games in a dome or something like that along those lines this year. And it's just a very, very favorable year. For Matt Ryan. He's overliable. He's a guy that does not get hurt. He plays every game. I don't have the injury concern that I do with Carson Wentz. He's not nearly as mobile as Carson Wentz can be. But if you're just looking for the safest floor and a really solid ceiling, Matt Ryan's your guy. And he's number six for me. I like Matt Ryan and I have him at QB7, so just behind Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz overall has more upside here. I, know I, don't, that, I don't even disagree with that. Yeah, like Matt Ryan finishes QB2 last year, but the year before that it was QB22, and then in 2016 was the MVP season, QB2, and then the year before that, QB28. So there's a lot of inconsistency from year to year. I realize that's, you know, a lot of those down years were years where he had a new offensive coordinator, so he had to learn the system. He does have familiarity with Dirk Cutter, obviously coming back over here. In his three years with Dirk Cutter as the OC, from 2012 to 2014, he finished QB7, QB19, QB7. So, you know, a top seven QB finish is fine, but based on these finishes with Dirk Cutter, you might be drafting him at his upside right now, at his peak. And I just think, you know, when it comes to Matt Ryan, he's fine. He just doesn't really excite me. Like, I'd rather just wait a couple of rounds and take one of these young, exciting quarterbacks who I know are going to give me a ton of rushing yards. So... I haven't really been targeting Matt Ryan. I haven't ended up with him in a lot of drafts. Like, if he falls, that's fine. But based on where he's going right now, you know, I'd rather take Carson Wentz in a similar range, even Baker. Or if, you know, if he's the best available, I'll probably wait a couple of rounds and just take, like, one of these rushing upside quarterbacks, Greg. I don't necessarily disagree, but the floor is, is really high for Matt Ryan. The defense was really bad last year, too. Like, they had so many injuries, so they got into more shootouts. If the defense is better this year... I think that they probably get back to running the football a little bit more. Like, they probably just don't need to pass the ball as much as they did last year, ultimately. Well, where do you have Matt Ryan here, Eric? 
Yeah, he's actually my number six as well. Right. He's uh, he's a guy I really like. Um, I took him in the Scott Fishbowl. He was higher up, but because of the the non rushing, um, I just had to I had to move him down. But the the thirteen games in the dome it. that sounds delicious to me. Yeah, I mean that's obviously very very encouraging when it comes to Matt Ryan. The thing is, and you would think I have Carson Wentz next, but I don't. And this is when I get a little tricky. And I told get out. I told you I was doing this. I said from the beginning I was going to do this, and you're going to criticize me, you're going to kick me out again, and that's fine. The third time that I'd be kicked out of this room. But I have Cam Newton up next, because whenever Cam Newton is healthy, and I get how beat up he is in the shoulder, and he's not a quarterback, and that's fine. He finishes a top five quarterback every freaking year, and he just hurls himself at the end zone. And we've heard this before. He's not going to run as much. They're going to protect him more. Yada, yada, yada. But when Cam Newton is healthy... He finishes as a top five quarterback year after year after year after year after year. He seems healthy. I don't think this year's different. He's practicing. He's, it's more than Andrew Luck's doing. Cam Newton's number seven for me, and I want Cam Newton. Like I'm, I'm actively hoping to get Cam Newton. So a month ago this time when we started doing our team previews, when we were talking about the Carolina Panthers, I was a little bit more worried. Uh, since I've come around a little bit more on Cam Newton, because by all indications, all reports, everything that we've seen, the video... He seems to be throwing perfectly fine, and he did have arthroscopic shoulder surgery in the offseason. That's what I was worried about, but he seems to be throwing the football. Everything seems to be good to go. It's just a matter of how much is he going to run because those first eight games last year, you're right, Craig, he wasn't just a top-five quarterback. He was the QB, two throughout those first eight games, and in this North Turner offense, it really seemed that he got the best out of Cam Newton in terms of passing the ball as well. We saw a career high in terms of completion percentage and using DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel in creative ways and throwing the ball more to Christian McCaffrey overall. During those first eight games, 9.1 rush attempts per game, 43 rushing yards per game, all four of his rushing touchdowns came in those first eight games. Once he got hurt, his next six games, the rushing attempts went down to 4.6. His rushing yards went down to 24 rushing yards per game. He did not score a single rushing touchdown during that span. QB 12 during that stretch. So that's the difference. Is is he going to run? I mean, that's what you have to ask yourself. I don't know that anyone knows the answer, but I think based on what we know about Cam Newton's play style is, yes, he's going to take off and run, assuming he's healthy. Right now he looks healthy, so I would assume that he's still going to run. But isn't that really interesting that the last half of the season, he still finishes a top 12 quarterback. He didn't run at all. Zero rushing touchdowns. Uh, 24 so you know what his floor is. Like, he has a safe floor. The floor. And we know what the upside the is. The absolute floor. When he's not healthy, that means he's not healthy with that uh, shoulder either. He's a top 12 quarterback. And that's the very bottom of the floor. If he goes back to even a semblance of what he was, you're looking at, forget number two, a top five quarterback. And you're getting him at a good value, I believe. He's my number seven. I have a head of Carson Wentz. Wentz is number eight for me. Where do you ultimately have him? I have Cam Newton number eight. And yeah. just based on this conversation... I'm going to move him ahead of Matt Ryan just because okay. I think that... The upside's higher. The, the upside is higher, and as we were just talked about, like his floor is pretty safe too, assuming he's healthy. And Matt Ryan, we've seen, even when he's healthy, his floor at certain times is like QB 22, QB 28. Like I just went over that. So uh, I think that his floor is lower than Cam Newton's, and their upside is probably similar. So I have Cam Newton now one spot ranked ahead of Matt Ryan. Eric, what about you when it comes to Cam Newton? Got him at 10. Um, just because of the shoulder, that worries me a little bit. Um, they're talking about like redoing his throwing motion. I feel like this is a guy that didn't have a great throwing motion when he came into the NFL. This is something that has been talked about since he started. 
And now, you know, in his third or fourth year, they're going to reinvent how he throws the ball. That's not going to happen. I don't think he's that kind of player. I don't think he's that kind of athlete. If he's healthy and he's running, I would probably move him up. But the shoulder does worry me. Them saying he's not going to run as much, that lowers his volume for me. So after Matt Ryan, I've got Jared Goff, James Winston, and Kyler Murray, one above James Winston. All right, we're going to get into to most of these guys right now. For me, just to be clear, that next tier after the top four, I guess it's not the next four tier, this is where it ends for me. Like I'm cutting it right here at number eight with Carson Wentz. So it's Mayfield, Ryan, Newton, and Wentz for me in this tier. And then I get into like a much larger tier for the next guys. I don't know how you break it down, Frankie, but that, for me, it, that's where the split is. Yeah, so I have my tier one as the top four quarterbacks. My tier two begins with Baker, mm-hmm. and it goes all the way to Ben Roethlisberger at oh, my wow. QB 13. So okay. it's QB five to QB 13. And for me, basically, that's the cutoff of I want at least one of those quarterbacks if I play in a super flex league, I want one of those quarterbacks as my QB one. Okay. That's the cutoff for me. All right. That, and that's fair. So my next tier actually goes from nine all the way down to 18. So, and I actually really like the guys from 19 to 22 also. So like, there's a lot of quarterbacks, especially in the super flex that I really, really like. 22 is the number, man. 22 is the is number to you keep have remembering. Well? Yeah. And, and I'll hammer that. Like the end of that tier is for me, Rivers, Garoppolo, Tom Brady, and Kirk Cousins. If you play in a super flex league, that's the cutoff. Mine's it's 22 a, quarterbacks. I want two of those top my, 22 Mine's actually a little bit different who I have yeah. uh, in 19 to 22. We can get to that a little bit later on. But the reason I have these guys lumped together is because I don't, in all honesty, know how I should order my next nine or ten guys. Like, I, I really don't. Um, from, you know, the kind of the veterans and Russell Wilson and Drew Brees, some of the younger guys like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson who have this monstrous, monstrous upside. You get to a guy like Jared Goff, who I probably should move up slightly. Then you get to Old Reliable, Roethlisberger, and Rivers. Winston's in there, too. I, I don't know what to do with these guys, and I'm hoping you guys will be able to help me out. Yeah, so for me, after Matt Ryan, who I now have as my QB8, I have Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson back-to-back. Back. Yes. QB9 and QB10. So that's, that was The my, upside is so massive because so, of their rushing So really, ability, that right? was my question. Like, EY, I know you read it to us quickly, but would you rather take Murray and Jackson, who I also have back-to-back, but I have them at 12 and 13, or would you rather take guys like Wilson, Breeze, and Goff, who I currently have ahead of those two? Um, I, I, Jackson is down for me just because he, he's not a thrower. You I mean, he, he yeah. will be improved from last year, but they're going to run the ball like crazy there. He's only going to throw when needed. He is an amazing runner, but that increases your risk for injury. So he's quite a ways down for me, but... But I told you guys, uh, you know, I think last week I bought an Arizona Cardinals hat because I'm just I'm pumped to see what happens here. I, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I think the upside of who Kyler Murray is and what he could be for the NFL is, is massive. And everything coming out of camp, people Larry Fitzgerald saying it, he's never seen a quarterback in a rookie season come in and lead like this. He knows every play. He knows every audible. He's switching in and out of plays. He's teaching players that have been in the NFL for four or five years, how to play in this system because it's very similar to the system he played in. So it's uh, it's super interesting to me with his speed and his rushing ability and the fact that he can whip the ball. This is, I mean, he's not the same size as Cam Newton and he's like half the size, but he can throw the ball with way more accuracy, way more zip, way more touch, way more feel than Cam Newton ever has been able to. And he can run just like Cam Newton. So faster than Cam Newton. Yeah, and I think that comp for Cam Newton is not a bad one from a fantasy perspective as well, even as a rookie. The biggest difference, obviously, is the height here, but I agree with EY that Kyler Murray coming out of college is a far superior passer than Cam Newton was in terms of his, just overall, as a passer, like, 
passing at every level of the field, short, intermediate, and deep down the field, and his accuracy in general, his touch, Kyler Murray is a world ahead of where Cam Newton was, but he's just a lot smaller than Cam Newton. His rushing ability, look, the guy ran a sub-4, 440. There's a lot to like about it. Like, he played in the same Oklahoma system as Baker Mayfield and basically put up the same amount of numbers. 69% completion, 11.6 yards per attempt at Oklahoma, 54 total touchdowns he accounted for, 12 rushing touchdowns, 1,000 rushing yards. The sky is the limit for Kyler Murray. He has huge upside. And if I play in a, a one-quarterback league, if he fails in the first month of the season, then I'll just hit the waiver wire and pick up a Rivers, a Kirk Cousins, and I'll stream quarterbacks that way. Like, I, I don't have a problem taking the risk on Kyler Murray in a one-quarterback league because if he fails, you're going to have options on the waiver wire. And his upside potentially top five quarterback. So I really like Kyler Murray as well. There's going to be a ton of play volume here in terms of Cliff Kingsbury's offense and coming in. And I saw this stat from Michael Fabiano yesterday, and I thought it was really interesting. Since 1999, five rookie quarterbacks have finished in the top 10 in fantasy points. All five rushed for 500-plus yards or five or more touchdowns. Also, no rookie quarterback who has rushed for at least 489 yards has finished worse than 11th in points at the position. Why is this why is this number like right around 500 yards so important? Kyler Murray's prop for rushing yards this year is 475. So they're expecting a massive rushing season from Kyler Murray and you know, I think his upside is a little bit higher than Lamar Jackson, so I have him ranked one spot higher just because I think he's a better passer than Jackson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the the floor for Lamar Jackson, Greg is just so safe. I mean, we've talked about this with Greg Roman coming in. There's not a better OC that you can find. I mean, he's worked with Tyrod Taylor. He's worked with Colin Kaepernick. He has worked with quarterbacks in this mold before. Everything we've heard out of camp is that they're really impressed with how he's throwing the ball. That remains to be seen. We kind of heard about that last year as well. Let's see how he does in the preseason. But once Lamar Jackson came on last year as a starter, he was the QB7 in fantasy points per game. As a really, really bad passer, in my opinion... He can only get better as a passer. That's why I have him ranked in this range as a top top 10 quarterback. The upside is without question extremely, extremely high for both Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. But when you're in this range and you're drafting your quarterback, I think you have to ultimately decide what you want. Do you want the safety of someone like Jared Goff, who's going to be in a high-voltage offense Mm -hmm. in L.A.? Or, when EY talked about Lamar Jackson and his inability to throw the ball, someone that's probably going to be relatively inconsistent. Like, I know what we think with Greg Roman and how he's going to run his offense, but Jared Goff should throw for many, many touchdowns during the season. We'll see. Drew Brees and Russell Wilson, two guys that don't ultimately throw the ball enough. The quantity's not going to be there for these guys. So where do you have them, Frank Stanfield? We're going to answer that question when we return. We're also going to get into Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers. And where the hell is Tom Brady? We'll answer all these questions over the next few minutes. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
Final three minutes of hour one. We're going to go into hour two, continuing the conversation. Frank, where do you have Drew Brees and Russell Wilson? Way, way down the list here, Greggy. I have uh, Drew Brees at QB 16. I have Russell Wilson one spot ahead of him at QB 15. They are not top 12 quarterbacks for you. No, they're not. They're not top 14 quarterbacks for me. Well, yes, I, I gathered. It's interesting because most people have them inside their top 12. Eric, how, where do you have Drew Brees and Russell Wilson? Yeah, I mean, I got them quite a ways down, um, and mostly that's just because I believe they're they're not going to throw. Like, look. Uh, yeah, I get, I get it, man. Uh, these are two of the best quarterbacks to play in the NFL, but both of these teams, they don't want to throw the ball a whole bunch. They want to control it. They want to run the ball. They made moves in the offseason to, to, to show the, those things. Um, and Drew Brees, I mean, he's on the decline. I mean, he's he's just not the Drew Brees from four or five years ago when he was whipping the ball over the place. They want to win football games, and that doesn't involve him throwing it all over the place. He doesn't rush, um, and they're going to run the ball. So, I mean, just for fantasy sports, for fantasy football, uh, those guys are quite a ways down my list. I won't have them on any team, probably. Yeah, me neither. Uh, The past attempts for Drew Brees over the past three years have gone from 673 to 536 to 489 last year. So that's just a massive drop-off in volume for Drew Brees overall. And it's basically a direct correlation to their defense playing better. So their defense has gone from 27th to 17th to 14th the past three seasons. So as their defense continues to get better, Drew Brees is throwing the ball less and less. They clearly want to run the football with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. Again, Drew Brees, really great NFL quarterback. One of the best of all time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. But we need to separate really good NFL quarterback from fantasy quarterback. And the same thing could be said for, like, Lamar Jackson and and Josh Allen, for example. Like, these guys are not good NFL quarterbacks, but they're really, really good fantasy quarterbacks. Russell Wilson is a bit of a wild card because I agree with EY. I think that they want to run the football more. But that defense is, go- is not going to be nearly as good as it has been in years past. So I've been warming up to the idea of moving Russell Wilson up a little bit. But overall, I do have concerns about the volume there in Seattle. All right, we have a few more questions when it comes to these quarterbacks, so we'll stick around. We'll continue the conversation during the action hour, making some action. Stick around.